Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. episode three her story in black and today my co-host joining me is amy hi how's it going amy i'm very well thank you thank you for having me thank you for coming and our special guest today who was featured in her story one of the 150 great black women doing great things in canada rosalind kufour what's going on rosalind hello thanks for having me thank you for coming out so we're going to talk to rosalind about her experience surrounding the being a part of the her story in black, 150 black women. Um, that was an <clears throat> expose partnered with CBC and correct and how she hustles. How she hustles. Yeah, right. many So, um, but before we go into all of that, let's just see what's going on with everybody. So, uh, so I guess we should mention that um, we are all friends. Rosalind is Thank a friend you. of ours. Aww. Okay, a very very important person to us. Thank she you. was somebody that was already inspiring me. And my everyday life, and then she became a part of this this great vision, this great image of Black women in Canada, and I just I just fell out. Like you can tell them about the message I sent you. Like, it was crazy. It's crazy. The message was very. It lifted me up because I'm a very humble and modest person, and I think when I told Redmond that I was part of this project, and his response kind of made me realize that okay, it is. You know, it is a big deal. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. And I, I have a story about how I found out, but we'll talk about that later. But first, let's just see how everybody is doing. How is the week going? What's going on, Amy? How you haven't seen you in, in since my forever. birthday? It's I been know. too long. Been too too long. What's going on? But yeah, week's been good. Week's been um, emotional, but uh, good things. Good things are on the horizon. I That's mean, right. Change is always good, right? Absolutely. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Change for who? So what about you, Rosalind? Anything besides the big, you know, <laughs> the amazing thing that's going on with you right now? Anything else? My week's just been good. I've just been, um, you know, trying to focus on what's important and remembering every day that I'm I'm part of this amazing project and it's kind of spurred me on to continue on you know this journey and nothing in life is easy but I think if we remain focused and you know like focus on our goals we will be able to achieve anything we put our mind to nice nice that yeah. was that was a nice segue right there just to get it, <laughs> to put some positivity out there in the yes, beginning 100%. so I didn't do anything special this week you know 
I wanted to go to the movies. I still haven't seen John Wick 2. Um, and I still haven't seen Hidden Figures either. Oh. And you know... And, my friend went to see it today. Yeah. And uh, she said it was really good. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was watching... And I meant to... <clears throat> I forgot all about this. I was looking on Instagram today. And they were showing all of the movies that... Um, were nominated. They're being nominated for Oscars, Oscars today, and they're they're gross so mm-hmm. far. And Hidden Figures was number one. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And and domestic yeah. gross. Yeah. So I'm like, this is a great time for just like black women. Mm-hmm. And just like it's just very Absolutely. beautiful to see that. Hopefully, I'm hoping Hidden Figures um, wins tonight because it is Sunday. Oscars are tonight, mm-hmm. and hopefully, um, they they bring it home. And that would be a great. Really it's good to will. see you know these images. We need more images like that of. Positivity, positivity you yeah. know so let's just start let's just get into it let's let's grill Rosalind Uh-oh. and we get all the secrets because Uh-oh. you know she kept this a secret for a while you know she she was real good with that but before we get into all of that just just tell the world who the amazing Rosalind Kafour is um so yeah I'm Rosalind Kafour um <laughs> I'm a British Ghanaian Ghanaian goddess female yes. well, yeah I'm a Ghanaian goddess right, that's right <laughs> Um, I moved to Toronto, um, just shy of a year, and I moved here because I'd never been to Canada before. I wanted a new experience, a new challenge, which it has been, and I've embraced it. And, um, other than that, it's been amazing, despite, you know, the lows, I've had so many highs. I've met some amazing people, including both of you. Yeah. Um, I've, <laughs> I've met some amazing Canadians, Torontonians. Everyone's been friendly. Everyone's been helpful. And it's just been a good experience that I don't even realize sometimes that I'm I'm doing this. I'm still doing this. There could have been many times that I could have turned around and been like, look, I'm I'm leaving here. It's not easy. I can just go back to what's easy and what's comfortable and what's familiar but you know I can look back on this whole experience not just the project um, with CBC her story and say that I did this I I lived in in Canada and Toronto and you know it is something that is changing my life and that will change my life I just you know I'm still not realizing it yet very interesting I'm so so I guess I guess it would be um for us to maybe like tell us how we had such a positive experience here, despite the despite the challenges that we we faced. But like, how was the beginning? How was it when you first touched down here? It was in like a week of beginning week of March two thousand and sixteen. Because y'all were on the same plane and didn't even know it. We weren't on the same plane. <laughs> we were we were a few days apart. Yeah. But how was like the weather? How did you find it? What was your? It was cold. The right? inspir- <laughs> it, was, it was freezing. The inspir- <laughs> what kind of inspired you to sort of get out there? Because I know we met at a networking event. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to get out there and meet people? Um, again, it was kind of me coming out of my comfort zone because I'm a very you know personable person. I like to meet new people. I I like to do new things, but coming moving to a country where you don't know anybody like you haven't made any friends yet no family you can't just sit at home and wait for things to come to you whether it's friends or whether it's you know a job you have to go out there and create those opportunities and for me going to do something like that was very much out of my comfort zone because I had never had to do anything like that before I 
had worked in a job where I could just network every day because it was a big building with many people and that building was the BBC building in London, England. So I, I never had to do that. And of course, being from London, England, I already had my friends and my family. But, you know, like I said, coming here, I didn't have any of that. So I was like, right, I need to get myself out there. I need to network, meet new people, you know, you know, be part of the culture, embrace my, my new home. So what was the process for you to, to figure out which events to attend to even meet people? I How think, did you find that out? Um, so a good website, am I allowed to name websites? Um, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I went on to... Don't just have to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good shout. Um, I went on to Eventbrite. I joined meetup groups. I joined Facebook groups. Um, you know, I just did research and figured out what was going on in the city and to get myself out there. And mind you, I was actually in Brampton at the time, which was very far. Like I was deeper than like, you know, the Brampton Go station. So um, for me, I was like, look, as far as it is and as cold as the weather is and as new as this experience is, I can't let any of that, you know, affect me. I have to go out there and do whatever it takes to to meet people and to get work and to socialize and to network and again to familiarize myself with this city that I'm now living in nice nice so how did you come to meet Amy because I know one thing I've learned is once you meet one Brit you're gonna be a whole lot <laughs> meet them all. you meet them all so. so what's the funny story and this is another amazing <laughs> part of my journey that I'm never gonna forget and I'm so like thankful for is I went to this network networking event, um, and I'd only been here for I think it's a week or so. Yeah, like a week or ten days. Yeah. And you know, you had to go around and obviously talk to people. And again, that is something that's out of my comfort zone. It's not because I'm shy or not confident. It's just kind of like I've never had to, so I'm not used to that process. So I went around and was talking to different people, and it was very loud in the in the venue that we were in. So I go to these two people, one being Amy, and then a male. And I'm talking to them and the guy's very chatty, lovely guy. And I just remember Amy saying, nice accent. And I was just like, oh, thanks. Because I've heard that a lot. You know, I've spent a lot of time in the States and obviously... Wait, I'm sorry. Amy said that to Amy you. said yeah. that to me. She said nice accent. She yeah. did. Oh, she was coming. She was like, somebody like me right. in the same room. But this is okay. the thing. So basically, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. So I just kind of, I mean, think about it now. If that... If it was the other way around, I'd be like, how rude. I've just told her. (laughs) So anyway, we were just still talking and the male was talking. And then it probably took me all the best of five minutes to realise that Amy was too a Brit. And I was like, wait a minute, you're a Brit too? She goes, yeah, that's why I said nice accent. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, it's very loud in here, by the way. (laughs) And she just laughed it off and... And from then on. Then on, we like, we swapped details. We took each other's email and here we are today. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually have a link back home, don't we? Yes, we so do. My like, mentor. Y'all know somebody that yes. knows somebody my... that knows somebody. Yeah. Wow. Well, not even <laughs> know somebody that knows somebody. Like, my mentor back home is your... Like, let's say cousin. Mm. My, si- my sister-in-law's cousin. Cousin. Mm. And it's funny because the first time we actually met up prior to that networking event... Um, you know, we met up, we went for a burger, um, and... We did. We, we, we both... To find our fish and chips place, huh? No, <laughs> no, this time. we're still new, we're still trying to do our research. Yeah. So Down in Kensington. Yeah, in Kensington Market, and we both 
you know, got to our respective homes and kind of text each other to say, nice meeting up with you, hope you got home safely, and whatever else. And that's when her mentor and my sister-in-law's cousin messaged both of us to say that, you know, we're we're both here. And Amy actually texted me saying, do you know this lady? Like, And I was like, yeah, that's my sister-in-law's cousin. She goes, she was my mentor. And I'm like, no way. Like, If you guys can see Amy's face, it's like, this story is so true. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Like, we both got home and she texted me that and she spelt her name correct, like, to the T. And I was like, this is weird. And the fact that she chose to message us on that day yeah. that we had just met, and it's after we met. Exactly. It was... It was just... Yeah, it was... It's, it's like fate, wasn't yes. it? It was fate yeah. mixed with to tell... It was like a sign. Yeah. The sign to say, this is a good person. Yeah. Mm. Right? And I know the year has gone by, and I still know that today she's a good person. Yeah. And yeah. as we will find out even <laughs> pressure (laughs) it's such an interesting thing because i think all of the british people so all together they're about five four or five yeah of you guys yeah all very um intelligent ladies thank you and um i remember when i first met monique um who's also a british brit and I met her, and then it just was like a snowball effect. It was like <laughs> the week, every week, and then me and Monique met Amy at the same time, yeah. and then Amy introduced me to you, and then we went to this this Raptors party, and we met T Teresca, who's also a British. <laughs> like, what is going on? You know, and it was it was a nice it was a nice you know thing from especially for me to meet people from the UK because mm-hmm. I'm from America and. This is not 100% true, but we kind of have this consensus that there's, there's like no black people yeah. in anywhere else in the <laughs> Unfortunately. world. Unfortunately. And then you meet other black people, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Y'all do exist. And just for the record and for the podcast, there's plenty of black people in <laughs> London, <laughs> England, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. So yeah, go and visit. <laughs> Please. I need to visit. I will go visit. Please do. So, this, uh, her story. Yes. How did you get uh, a part of a part of that? How did, what was the process? How did you become part of that? So, so, um, I have freelanced for CBC in the past and, you know, I'm still on the roaster, but things have been a bit quiet and, you know, in regards to my journey, I've just trying, I'm just trying to focus on what's important and, you know, effectively get on with my life in the best way possible. So I freelanced with them last year, which was an amazing experience. I got to, um, do a segment on Brexit, you know, that was my first segment and how it came about was by luck, by chance, it happened on my birthday, (laughs) Um, you know, and to hear that segment go out was just like, you know, not to sound corny or cheesy, but it was like a dream come true because it's something that I was very much aware of after, you know, I had only been here for say three months and it was kind of something that was in my expertise, like, you know, in my field to talk about that. So it was brilliant. It was an amazing project that I was able to work on and since then you know I did some work with CBC and I met some you know colleagues there so one of them who we actually connected on LinkedIn and this was way before I knew I'd be doing some freelancing there and she you know contacted me and basically asked me to be part of this project so she sends me this you know text message and this link and basically it says invite only so I was like, oh, okay, you know, I just sign up, just kind of thinking that it's just a nice event. And again, I'm just thinking, oh, I'm going to get to meet people and network and I get to see her because I haven't seen her in, you know, such a long time. And 
that was basically how I found out about it. But to be fair, I didn't realise how, you know, how huge and how, how big it was. You know, it's something that they started discussing last year and it came into, you know, fruitation, I think, in January. And then, of course, you know, February, everything, you know, came about. The whole plan began to unfold. Wow. Wow. So you... you when you first found out about this, you didn't exactly know what it was about. Yeah, I didn't know exactly what it would entail. I didn't know... I didn't even know that CPC was part of it, to be fair. I just thought that this is an amazing project that I want to be part of. And again, I just felt that it would be amazing to meet some other, you know, black, female, Canadians. I can't just say Torontonians, because even though we were all in Toronto, then they're all from here, just as I'm... You know, I'm not, I'm a British expat that's currently here. And even the fact that I, you know, I kind of felt like I was, you know, being a bit of a a cheat to be part of this story. But then I was like, you know what, I'm I'm here and this is where I call home. So I, I do deserve it. Nice, yeah. nice. I'm glad that you were a part of it. <laughs> so um, I'm interested to know, though. Did you guys have to sign like a non-disclosure agreement? Because it was kept under wraps. It was. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> and I have a story about that, okay? Because this is how I found out, mm-hmm. right? So um, I'm a member of the ROM. And the ROM has like these Friday Night Live events and things like that. And so I was like, oh, you know, the last month they had the Afrofat, which yes. um, you attended. I did. Which was good. It was amazing. And um, I was like, oh, there's another event. Let me tell Rosalind about it. <laughs> so I send Rosalind this link, this link to to the Friday Night Live. She doesn't respond to the link. <laughs> Instead, she sends me this link to the CBC Her Story. And I'm just like, what is, you know, my first thought is, what is this, Rosalind? This has nothing to do <laughs> with what I just sent you. What I just sent you. And so then I look at it and I'm looking through the pictures and these, you know, these women and taking a picture and it really started off really interesting. I thought it was was almost like a movie. If you read it first, it was like emotions were high. You know, that was like the first line I read. I scroll and I'm looking through the picture and I'm like, oh, snap, that's Rosalind. That's that's, because you got to give you some context. She didn't send any like, hey, I'm featured in this, in this. This this series, she just sent me the link. There's like no background information about it. No, so so why why was it such a big secret? Why'd you keep it a big secret from um, your friends though? Well, to be honest, everything happened really quickly. You know, I found out. I don't even think I had known about it a week. Um, maybe it was a matter of days because the photo shoot, photo shoot took place on the Sunday, and. I, you know, we did have to keep things hush-hush because, of course, as CBC had picked up the story, you know, you have to be careful of what you're sharing and what's going out there because it's them that ultimately have to, that has to cover the story till it's full entirety. So that's why I couldn't say much. But I'm the type of person where, I'll be honest, I, as much as I was happy and, and proud of it, I'm not the type of person that will just be like, hey, everyone, Look what I did, because if I'm going to be honest, had you not sent me that link, I probably wouldn't have sent it to you because I didn't send it to, um, you know, Amy. and to Another fake moment. And yeah, I didn't send it to anyone else, you know, and it was only when a friend that I met at the event posted it on Facebook, I decided to share it. 
And I was like, hey, let me just let these people know that I was part of this. But it, again, it's not just about me. It's about the, the project, the mm -hmm. story and the meaning. Because like I said, I'm just humble and grateful to have been part of it. I met some amazing ladies, um, you know, inspirational, doing great things, doing different things. They're not just lawyers and doctors and, you know, not just people working in media. I met a female wrestler. Wow. Um, I met a lady that coaches um, young females in basketball. You know, there, there was so many. I met an you know, architect, an engineer. And these are kind of females in these industries that you don't really hear about as much. It's almost like they've been hidden. But on that day, they were able to come out and be like, hey, look, I'm a female and I'm black. And this is what I do or this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm trying to do. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, you guys are really good at keeping it <laughs> I just said, when I first found out that it was under wraps, I was like, these women are either in media or spies. Because <laughs> it, it was just too well under wraps, you know, and I didn't know, know anything. But I guess from my perspective, if I hadn't have known beforehand, before you sent me the message, I don't know if... I would have gave the same reaction that I gave you. And that was authentic. Aww, okay, that was, was like, was. that was just like, I couldn't, like, I, I broke my bed jumping <laughs> up and down. Like, I want to see this now. I want to see this text message. It wasn't a message. It was, oh. a, I sent her a voice note. Oh, oh, WhatsApp, oh, oh, okay. And it was just like, it was like two minutes long, oh. you know, and it was just like me going like, girl, you the one, you know, like you that deal, like just going all in and everything. So. Perfect. So, like, as you said, um, it was so inspiring to meet all these different ladies from all these different backgrounds and have such different um, vocations, I guess. So, like, what does it mean to you to be part of something, like, so positively inspiring for not only black women, but for people in general? It means a lot to me because, um, you know, I don't like to be too negative, but like I said before... This journey, it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy at all, but it's been so worth it. I think it's, like I said, it's inspired me to really continue to strive for what I want and to create my own opportunities and not expect them to come to me or, you know, not... Ex you know, things aren't always going to be, you know, okay, and that's fine. But I just feel like this project has put things into perspective for me and every time I think about it I just have this moment of I was part of this and I've I've been part of it and you know I I can go and do anything and that's the that's the feeling I should have had before but I guess sometimes in life it takes these things to really um you know inspire you that little bit more and to egg you on to go out there and reach for your goals and dreams and know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. Mm. It mm. just takes time. It's not always going to be easy, but it will be worth it. That's amazing. That is so true. Thank yeah. you. So true. Um, so you kind of answered one of my questions I have for you, which is what inspires you, but you know, you have to do that, <laughs> that in there for good luck. But um, when you first found out about, this series and what was going on did you know that this would be such a big like moment for for black women for professional black women um I had no idea because it was funny when I got there um you know I did see my you know let's call her my colleague 
um, and friend. Um, I saw a reporter from CBC who I became acquainted with when I was there and she was covering the stories and I was like, whoa, like, okay, this, this is, is this is big. Um, mm. I just thought I was coming here, going to take a picture and that's it. Even like the way I was dressed, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I'd dressed a little <laughs> bit more, you know, some heels, a bit more fleeky makeup. You know, my hair was fresh, which was good at the, t- at the time. <laughs> Um, still fresh still now. Fresh now. What you still talking fresh about? Now. Girl star. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, okay. Um, wow, this is this is big things. But um, I I met some amazing new people there. Um, I met another Brit. So like you said, Redman, it's it's true. Once you meet one, you meet another. Um, I met a lovely um, lady that writes um who i was able to meet up with during the course of last week briefly she blogs um she's amazing like i said there were so many amazing people there and just to put it out there even though this is based on black history month her story 150 black women which is coinciding with canada being 150 in july yeah I just think that it's it's an amazing thing that we were able to come together and it was positive vibes, but, you know, it's not all about colour. You know, it was great because I got to meet them and it, it's what we do. We were able to express all that we want to achieve, all that we have achieved and to showcase what we're doing. But, you know, I could have met someone that was white, blue, purple, green, and I would have felt the same way. Mm. I would have felt the same mm. way. I definitely want to meet some purple green people. Me too. In my life, sometimes. Yeah, me maybe. too. You know, they discover some new planets, so maybe. So maybe. maybe yeah, maybe, maybe in about hundred years time, if we're still oh. alive. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work out. I need the next ten years. So I, so just from like saying meeting anybody and how. Um, so I'm just wondering, do you believe that this will help? <laughs> Helping bring more recognition to like great things that black women are doing. I know we mentioned that it's we could be purple, green, blue, but what like do you think this will help the recognition in Canada, in Toronto? Absolutely, because you know, like I said, there were so many different females there that did different things. We had um, a female vlogger that um, concentrates on food and. Um, you know, restaurants in in the Toronto, well, the GTA era. Well, not well, not just Toronto in Canada, because she goes to Montreal and Quebec, etc., and even travels within North America and the United States. Had a female wrestler who was part of the Olympics. May I add that she's Ghanaian, which wow. for me was huge um, because, like I said, that's something that I had never heard of, and it, it I shouldn't it shouldn't be that way, but I guess it's the way it is. But now you know 150 of us we're able to say this is what we do this is what we've done and you know we are getting a lot of recognition there's probably some kids that are female black kids that are like i want to be a wrestler and their parents are probably like what are you talking about like why would you want to do that but why not she was part of the olympics and the olympics was huge so you know as long as you're comfortable with whatever you want to do like go out there and do it whether it's even it whether it's jobs that it's mainly dominated by males whether it's something that you feel oh i can't do this because of my parents or it's never going to work whether it's coding you know we, we all have our equal rights we can all go out there and do whatever we want to do and that's one thing that this project kind of 
exposed to me that there's so many people doing different things. It's not just about being lawyers and realtors and doctors and, and nurses. We're all doing so many like vast different different job roles and it's amazing. I think I think it's amazing. It, and I think it really it's great for many reasons and and I might not be politically correct right now. Okay. But you see all of these images on the TV, you turn the TV and it's like it's okay, ladies, as long as you're pretty. Yeah. You can do whatever anything is, you know, you can get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And you know, and sometimes it's like, hey, what about these women that Hey, they are pretty, but hey, they're intellectuals mm-hmm. and they're academics and they're people that inspire mm-hmm. people in yeah. general. And this is one of the reasons I really like this series is like there needs more images. You know, my sister was just here from Detroit and um, she was geeked here that you, you got. And we, we sat down and I don't watch the news. OK. And when they relate the, uh, the story, when they discuss the story, I was sitting there stuck. Like, where's Rosalind? <laughs> I want to see Rosalind. You know, where's... I? And up oh, there's a the camera. <laughs> then you did your little hair flick. I don't even know if you knew the camera was like, Oh, there. my God. <laughs> did the hair flick. I was oh, like, that's dear. Rosalind. That's Rosalind right there. <laughs> but it's great to see, you know. And I like that it's 150 black women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just one. It's not two. It's mm-hmm. not five. Mm-hmm. It's 150. And there could have been more. There, there could have been so much more. But obviously, we have to limit it you know and it's coinciding with Canada turning 150 years in July um it was just an amazing thought out project you know I wish I had thought of it um Mm. it's something that you know I guess it can be done again but it's not going to be the same it was well thought out and it's come at a great time even with movies out like you know hidden figures Mm. and there's just so much good that's going to come from this so much exposure for people that that need it and i just think that it's it's going to be a good year for all of us not not just the 150 that you know was part of this project but i think it's an inspiring and inspirational time that we we shan't forget and we need to remember and even if you weren't part of it feel like you were part of it mm-hmm. you know feel like you were one of the women that were there yeah because y- you are yeah you yes. are yeah and know your story right exactly yeah. know your story so um i listen to a different a lot of different podcasts and um some talk about not only black women but the lack of women in sciences and engineering and things like that and um one of the things I wonder from, from a, as a man, you know, what, what after experiencing this, this, this expose that you were a part of, um, what role do you think men have or what can we do to empower young black women to achieve greatness? Um, I think it starts, I guess, from home. I think it starts within, I know there's a lot, of, I mean... You know what it's like working in, you know, the work field where it's like the men get better jobs, they get better pay, etc., etc. But I think we, you know, it should all be equal. We can do just the same. I mean, an example is my sister um, who's living back in London, England, and she works in IT and is one of the few that, you know, f- f- sorry, she is one of the few females that works in that building and in 
that field there's not many females and you know she's doing great things she's getting on with it it was very hard at first because you know what it can be like um you know especially if the men are single and always trying to maybe be flirty you know it can get a bit annoying because they're all they're all men but she's doing great things like she's traveling with her job she's enjoying it um getting bonuses and she's an inspiration to me because that that can't be easy but I mean basically to answer your question I think it's something that starts at home and I guess for guys or should I say sorry for men to realize that you know we are all equal we can all do the same thing we 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 should all be getting the same pay shouldn't be getting more because we can do we're, we're more than capable of doing exactly what you know the men are doing but I think for men it needs to start at home especially with your you know your kids whether male or female you know get them into different things um to try different things out start them at a young age and let them figure out what they want to do nice I was taking notes hope everybody else was taking notes too (laughs) I was taking notes so uh after this experience now you still you still freelancing I still freelance, um, but for myself. Ah. Um, yes. All right, you're co-producing this podcast episode. Oh, right? oh. <laughs> that's news! Breaking news, guys. Yeah, I kept that under wraps. You breaking know, I, news. I waited and then I let you know, like just know. like I did with you, right? Right, right. Okay. Except for I did it in person. It was a little, it was a little different. Yeah. But wait, okay. we keep on saying freelance, but actually, what freelancing are you doing? The description of exactly what you do. So when I was freelancing with CBC, I was working on Metro Morning. Okay. So I was an associate producer on Metro Morning, where I was producing segments for the show so basically you have to you know you have an editorial meeting every morning after the show finishes airing and you talk about how things went because you know let's face it it's not always going to be great even if it sounds great to the listeners for us we know that it could have been better the interview the context research what have you so we excuse me would have a meeting in order to figure out what could have been better how things can be improved then you pitch ideas so again it could be something that you've seen researching something that was great doesn't just have to be in a gta area even though that was the main focus Mm -hmm. but if there was an interesting story that took place out of you know the gta area or canada then you would basically you know pitch that and i would do like pre-interviews um you know get guests in and it it was a good experience. Freelancing is great because you get to do many different things. It's not just, you know, the one role. And I guess, again, with my experience with freelancing for the BBC back in England for eight years, I got to work in radio, in TV. Um, I I got to meet some amazing, you know, celebrities, um, political males and females um it freelancing is great but i think you have to be prepared for it you have to enjoy what you're doing you know financially again it's great but then if work isn't flowing in you know that can be a problem but i'm the type of person that as long as i enjoy what i'm doing i, I will do whatever it takes okay. i'll do whatever it takes yeah 
So uh, I spoken like a real inspiration. I know, right? <laughs> right. I just been sitting here inspired the yes. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you? If you some advice you can give, even not even young young girls, but young people in general, if they're interested in working in radio, doing something and similar to what you do, mm-hmm. um, what's some advice you can give them and how to achieve um, greatness in doing that? Well, from my experience, it was very hard, but then when that moment came, it basically never left. And I just think if you know that you want to work in media, the communications, radio or TV, you need to do your research. If there's a specific area that you want to work in, you need to listen, read, watch, you know, newspapers, watch TV, um, listen to words that are being said, um you know, body language, that like you have to study it and, you know, go out there and, and in, like do internships, you know, work for free. Like I remember using two weeks of my vacation time to go and intern at a media production company. And that was all of my vacation. And, you know, I used that time to go and work for free in order to learn some new skills and also meet some amazing people. And, um, I would just advise anyone to go out there, intern, network, reach out to people on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, whatever else is out there. Just reach out to them and say, do you mind me for a coffee? Make sure you know about them first, of course. Don't just say, oh, this is a celebrity or someone that's got a million followers. Let me see if they want to meet up. And then when you get there, okay, so I want to get into radio. No, you know, figure out what you like about them and how they can help you. If they inspire you, find yourself a mentor. I had an amazing amazing well not had I have an amazing mentor who still works at the BBC and she is actually my one of my main connections to getting into CBC so Mm -hmm. she even from England and from the BBC even though she helped me get work there she helped me get work here so finding a mentor is also something that is priceless like someone that's willing to help you that's willing to see that you're also trying to attain your goals and to get to where you need to be. All these things are very important, but study what you want, know what you want and research, create your own opportunities. That's my motto for the year. I need to create my own opportunities and not wait and expect great things, you know, to come for me just because of my you know work experience or because I've got a degree or because I've been part of this you know I'm still Rosalind Kafour I'm still going to have to work just as hard for whatever I want or whatever I want to achieve and the same goes for anyone else wow yeah well I should let you know there is an open position for the Young Pros Talk podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's it's uh it's actually the title is Rosalind's position (laughs) So anytime you want to come through and um, teach me how to do things better, which, <laughs> which I will definitely learn to do, you know, definitely come through. Sure Uber thing. here. I don't know if I can pay for your Uber, but you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'll make sure you eat, you know. Yeah, and, you and feed that, me. I'll feed you. Dessert. dessert. Dessert is on the way. It's coming soon. Okay. Deal. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess... Um, I guess we're like wrapping up, but 
but I want to ask one other question. Sure. So I guess we've got a year left yes. here in this amazing country. Yes. I'm a citizen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Redmond's here permanently, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> but we'll try and get our permanent residence and stay. And stay. Um, so... What's next? What's next for great Roslyn Kufo? Oh, what's next? Hey, put it out there. Um, great. Thank you. Hype it I up. Receive yeah. it. I receive <laughs> all the greatness. I'm loving the energy and vibes in here. Um, what's next for me, I think, is really embracing this journey. Um, you know, like I've mentioned before, it's going to be a year next month, March the 11th, since I've been here and... I want to do more. I want to travel more. I still want to continue to meet new people. I still want to network. I never want to be content. I never want to get complacent. I never want to get comfortable. There's still more to do. There's still more to see. There's still new people to meet um, for our circle to grow. You know, it's not just about I want to make all these friends and have all these different acquaintances. I just want to meet some great people that will inspire me and that will go on to be you know lifelong friends um I want this year to be better than last year like I said it, it's been a great year but I want this year to be better I want to learn more about Canada I want to see more of Canada like go to Vancouver I've been to Montreal I want to go back there Ottawa. I want Ottawa yeah. of course yeah I want Canada, get- all of Canada, <laughs> all of Canada, Boral Forest, and all. You know, downtown. No, I just, want to, <laughs> I just want to embrace this journey and really, really figure out, you know, what's here for me, what more I can do, like volunteering, um, giving back. There's still so much more to see and do. You know, a year is not enough and even possibly the two years still won't be so I don't know what the outcome is going to be I don't know what the future holds but all I can do now is continue to explore this journey and do as much as I can to embrace Canada well you volunteer a lot now don't you like I do because we both volunteered for uh TIFF TIFF yeah hopefully that's a sponsorship coming <laughs> <laughs> put it up there and um, you, you're always volunteering. Every time I talk to you, I'm, you're like, oh, I'm volunteering for this. And I don't even know how you find out about these, these volunteers. <laughs> I do lots of research. For me, I'm the type of person that um, I like giving back. I enjoy it. And I guess the benefits are also learning new skills and meeting new people and discovering new things, you know, again, about Canada. Um it's very enjoyable, especially in the summer, not in the winter. But again, it's, it's given back, so that's all that matters. Um, yeah, I love volunteering, and there's a lot of you know opportunities coming up, and I'm trying to be part of all of them alongside you know working full time and doing all these little things, like all my hands in everywhere, and trying to get my stuff you know on the go, trying to find time for me, but. At the same time, it's more about this journey and this experience. So I guess that's somewhat coming first, but I'm realising more, like I said, you know, with this project and meeting so many amazing people that I'm realising that there's stuff that I have to work on. I've got so many ideas, so many things going through my head where I'm kind of like, how am I going to convey this? How am I going to get this out there? Whether it's, you know, via writing or audio or pitching 
you know, that I, I want it to start with me first before I, you know, share it with the world. I know we said we were wrapping up, but this is a podcast, so there are no rules. <laughs> um, I was wondering, are there any of the women that were part of the series that because there's a there's a reveal or, or some an event happening there is an event happening it's actually happening um on the 27th of february which is tomorrow um it's actually taking place at cbc um where they're gonna unveil the photos because we took like group photos and then single individual. ones individual ones and you know they're having a big showcase party and i guess you know black history month unfortunately ends in the world of north america on on tuesday but you know black history month should be every month we should embrace who we are every month we should do our research into great things you know every day sorry not even just every month every day we need we need to make it every day we need to embrace who we are we need to embrace others and we just need to remember who we are and celebrate that each day. This is 100%, thousand percent true. <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent. A million percent true. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're, just, we're just fighting a battle. <laughs> um, are there any women that um, that you would like to meet that were part of the series that you didn't get a chance to? Um, are yeah. you hoping there's an opportunity to talk to... Absolutely. I want to reconnect with the lovely ladies that I was able to meet on that day. You know, like, again, there was 150. You can't meet all of them in one day. Um, I would like to meet Julie Black. I've heard many things about her. Um, She's a Canadian artist. I'm a singer. And I've done a bit of research on her and read a bit about her story. And she's come through some tough times. Um, It'll be nice to connect with her um and you know just anyone else that's there you know regardless of what they do and who they are and i guess everybody has like such a unique story to everyone has a unique story i just want to know what they do how Mm. they got there you know was it easy was it hard how do you feel you know i want to find out how this has inspired them because i know that it's inspired all of us and my only hope and prayer is that this this project and this story has inspired many others. Why are you asking them those questions? Can you ask them if they would be on the podcast? Sure. That, would be, that, would be, <laughs> that would be great. I would love to talk to all of them. 150 is a lot of people to meet. It is. I don't think I, that's like in one night. That's just too much. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah, you know. How long did it take, by the way, to, to do all that shit? And did you know that there were cameras rolling too? Like there was video and then there was like the pictures being taken and all that i knew but of course i work in the media world so i know everything um but i knew in terms of i could see it i knew what was going on but i wasn't aware of it in the sense where i was like oh there's a camera pose like vogue no you sure because you flipped your hair you was like i seen that see i haven't even seen any of this surprisingly so i need to go and you know check it out but um no, we were just all vibing. We were all getting to know each other. We were all amazed by, you know, our careers and stories. We were just all in awe of the fact that we were there. We were part of this. Because, again, until we all got there, we didn't realise how, you know, big this was. Um, we, Again, we didn't even realise that the story was being covered. So it was just kind of like, okay, wow. 
but I, I just want to meet, see those lady, lovely ladies again. And I want to meet as many more of us possible because even for me, you know, 150 on that night, I may not get to speak to all of them, but I'm going to try my, my best to. And on that day, to answer your question, sorry, I veered off, which I tend to do a lot. Um, we actually had to do it in three stages. So there was three different times that you could attend. So there was 10, 11 and 12. And basically, you know, once the time slot was full, you had to go to the next. I was able to get the 10 o'clock and, you know, there was a whole bunch of us there that basically the picture that I am in, that's the group of us that were there for the 10 o'clock slot okay. and, and ah, so on okay. and so forth. Okay. So um, that's how it works. And that's how, that's basically why I was unable to meet, all you know, them. all of yeah, them. But I'm really looking forward to like meeting them tomorrow and connecting. I, with them I think you should great. just do like a speed dating type day right oh okay all right so like you talk to idea. all of the women for a minute and 50 seconds okay right to keep with the 150 right <laughs> and just go Excellent. around you be like i got a, I got a minute and 50 seconds i put my timer on put your timer on okay. and tell them hey i'll give you a leeway two minutes you know okay. give you some stretch time it a bit. stretch yeah. it a bit and then i gotta go to the next person good just, idea I'm thanks for of, that you're welcome it's a brilliant <laughs> idea. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, uh, Amy, you got anything else you want to... Nothing? She's good? Oh, man. This is sad. This has to end. I wish I was better prepared. I thought she, the media person, she was ready. I gave her the outline today. She was like, oh, this, this is it? <laughs> I got this. I was already ready. So Thank you. Thank you both for... It's, it's really comfortable, the fact that I... You know, I know you both and you both are amazing and I actually really do appreciate you asking me to be interviewed for this because, you know, again, being able to talk about it and discuss it and, you know, my experience and what have you, it's opened good things up for me. So I appreciate it. How could I not ask? I mean, because... (laughs) This is the thing, like like I said in the beginning of the podcast, we're friends. So, like, we have moments where we're like, what's up? How's your day going? My day is total shit. Mm. Okay? And then it's that vice versa. Mm-hmm. We help each other. Li- like, I have I feel like I've known you forever. Aww. But we've only... We, we've only known each other. We've known each yeah. other. It's scary when it's, you think about yeah. it. And as Amy mentioned to me, our anniversary is coming up, so I'm supposed to be planning something. Ooh, I don't know. No. Romantic I don't know. dinner. No. It needs to be outstanding. Yeah, well, you can get Uh-oh. a great McDonald's. They got bacon. <laughs> they got bacon on that Mac. On that, uh, that, oh, that Big, Big Mac. Mac. Oh, <laughs> yeah, is it still a Big Mac? Is what I'm trying to I think figure. I'm about to cut. This. <laughs> cut. Cut. <laughs> I don't think they want to hear. Well, she likes McDonald's. She has stories about coming home in the UK with McDonald's in her hand. Yeah, and she went to school for a... nutrition. I know. What's up with that? Can we not? Because the girls <laughs> at work, like, I will have McDonald's at least twice a week. I know. Like now? Shame. Like now. The shame. Because it's it's the only thing that's near my work to eat. <laughs> that's a shame. I, my face is in total shock that you can eat that and much then McDonald's. Everybody, and then everybody says, you have a degree in nutrition, right? And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> but clearly, you know. And she knows what to get. She might get a salad. Well, you don't get a salad, do you? And a Diet Coke. <laughs> what do you no, get? No comment. No, no, no. comment. I, I want to know. No comment. What you, what no you, comment. There's, there's only a few things. You either get a chicken sandwich, a burger, or some fries. I get a oh. Happy Meal. <laughs> I, I, get, I, get, I get a cheeseburger Happy Meal. 
dear. I feel like do a small you, portion. Do you get the thing. apples or do you get like I get a the milk? fries. You get the fries. Yeah, the fries and the yogurt. Good girl. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, all right. So <laughs> I have nothing else to say to you about that. <laughs> Anyways, Rosalyn, thank you so much for coming and being a part of this. Thank I'm you so for happy. having me. I feel like I'm a part of the 150. You are. Well, I'm a man. You're a man, man, but yeah, but, you, you know, are. But being able to have you on, like I, I'm so honored. <laughs> I'm always honored. Um, is there any way people can find out about you? Instagram, Twitter, um, yeah. Facebook? Sure. So my Facebook is Rosalyn Kafour, and my Twitter is at Miss... K four and my Instagram is at Roz underscore K four. Okay, can you tell people how to spell Kafour? Because sure, I'm looking at my notes and um. Yeah, so apparently I'm not me according to his <laughs> notes, but the surname is spelled K U F for Foxtrot U O R. All right, thank you. So you guys can always follow Young Pros Talk on Instagram on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Go follow. Please follow us. You can learn more about us on our website, youngprostalk.com. And if you want to reach out, if you want to have any questions, comments, have any topic ideas, you can reach out to us at youngprostalk at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Amy. Thank, thank you, you Rosalind. Thank, thank you. Thank I know I keep saying thank you, but that's just how grateful I am Aww. to have you here. <laughs> thank you for coming. You, everybody else, have a great time. I hope you li- enjoy listening to this. Good night. Music featured in today's podcast episode is So Thick by Preto Shines. You can listen to this song and more music by this artist at freemusicarchive.org. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.